The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. All right, we've got some soccer matches coming up Friday and Saturday, Nate, with the Euro 2020s. So what do you have for us? What uh, yeah. We obviously have the round of 16. we got the quarterfinals coming up. What uh, what have you seen and what are you expecting with these quarterfinals coming up in the next couple of days? Yeah, so we're down to eight teams at Euro 2020. We just saw the last four days or it was Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, the round of 16. The biggest takeaway from it was every team in the group of death, which was Group F, which featured Germany, France and Portugal. And we expected that to be, you know, three contenders, a, a teams that have recently won major tournaments. They are all eliminated in the round of 16. Portugal lost to Belgium. Uh, Germany lost to England on Tuesday. And then the big surprise, France losing to Switzerland. When we'll get into that when we talk about the first quarterfinal game. But that was the big takeaway. The three teams in the group of death that made the round of 16 were eliminated. Uh, I have that Denmark future I gave out last week, plus 200 to make the semifinals. They're in a very good position right now because they won and the Netherlands lost. So now Denmark will play the Czech Republic where they're about a minus 180 favorite to advance. So I'm going to let that ride, but feeling good about about where that, that bet is at. And the way the bracket is setting up, England, who beat Germany, they play Ukraine, and then they play the winner of Denmark and Czech Republic, and that semifinal game would be at Wembley, and that would lead up to the final next Sunday, where it looks like, based on the odds and based on some injuries for Belgium, it looks like Italy and Spain might be the teams to advance to the semifinals. Both those teams play tomorrow. So it's looking maybe like an Italy or Spain versus England at Wembley in the Euro 2020 final. So that's kind of how the bracket's set up, is Germany has left the party. France is also out of the competition, shockingly. And then and then Cristiano Ronaldo in Portugal, too, after losing to Belgium 1-0 last Sunday. Might have to uh, honor our buddy Rizzo and throw some money on Italy coming up in their matchup against Belgium. Plus 135. It's pretty solid. Yeah, uh, I'll get to why I have a bet in. I'll have a bet in three of the games uh, that aren't Denmark, Czech Republic. That'll be part of the best bets. But I'll just kind of quickly run it down. So tomorrow, Spain plays Switzerland. Uh, Both teams played crazy games on Monday. Both teams played games that ended 3-3 in regular time and then Spain ends up winning 5-3 in extra time and then Switzerland who literally won the biggest that was the biggest result or biggest win in the country history beating France a country that borders them Switzerland always get eliminated in the uh, round of 16 of like every major tournament Uh, they never make it to the quarterfinals so I I think there might be a little bit of a a hangover effect for Switzerland after how they beat France and and Spain really should have beat Croatia a lot easier they had that embarrassing own goal in the first half and then they blew a 3-1 lead late when they really shouldn't have let Croatia have that good of scoring chances and also this is the early game on Friday even though these both teams teams played on Monday which doesn't make sense because the late game is Belgium, Italy, and both teams played on Saturday. So I can see both teams being tired. 
Um, and Spain, or Switzerland especially, being tired. And the way that Spain has kind of gone about the tournament, I think there actually might be some value on Spain now that they've kind of figured out their preferred starting lineup. So the way I was going to play it was Spain on the Asian handicap at 0.75, which means half your bet is on them at uh, minus 0.5, so basically to win. And then the other half of the bet is on Spain minus one. So Spain won by one goal. I'd win half my bet. If Spain won by two goals, I'd win both bets or the whole bet. Uh, and then if Spain in 90 minutes lost or that game ended in a draw, I would lose the whole bet. So I'm looking towards Spain on the first quarterfinal Friday. And then the second quarterfinal Friday, as you mentioned, Rizzo's Italy. I know he's been high on Italy all tournament, and they've been one of the more impressive teams in the tournament. And now they face a Belgian team that's missing their two best attacking or creative attacking players in Kevin De Bruyne and Eden Hazard. They're going to be both out, it looks like, for the game after picking up injuries against Portugal. Uh, Italy didn't really play well against Austria, though, but it was kind of classic Italy, just kind of grind it out and, and win an extra time and, and, and play very strong defensive soccer. Uh, Belgium does have depth, but missing two players like this is too much to overcome. The way I see the game, I think, based on Belgium knowing they're missing their best attacking players, uh, creative players, and Italy just kind of going back to their traditional form of kind of trying to score a goal and then packing it in. I, I can't see over three goal or more three goals or more being scored in this game. So I'm going to go back to the Asian handicap and look for under 2.25, which means basically half your bet on under two, half your bet on under two and a half for Belgium, Italy. I think this is going to be a game where it's, Two big countries, kind of exciting on paper, but the quality of the match will not be exciting. I like it. Yeah, there's and, there's a lot of good stuff going on. And then you have Saturday matches as well? Yeah, so Saturday, Denmark-Czech Republic. I mentioned I have the Denmark future plus 200 to make the semifinals. The match is on Baku, Azerbaijan, which is very far away, as far east of Europe as you could get. So a tough travel for both teams. Um, I'm just going to hope that... Denmark advances because I have a good price on them to advance in a, in a match their favorite. I guess I could consider a little hedge on the Czech Republic or maybe Czech Republic um, to, you know, on the double chance market, which means Czech Republic to win or draw in 90 minutes. Hope that happens and then Denmark wins an extra time. But I think I'm going to let it ride out because I, if I had to bet this game uh, and I didn't have the Denmark bet, I think I would just bet Denmark on the three-way money line um, in this game. Uh, they also, in this game, have an extra day of rest because Denmark last played on Saturday and Czech Republic upset the Netherlands in uh, on Sunday in a very hot uh, climate in Budapest, Hungary. So I like Denmark in this game. And then the game that, uh, well, maybe not everyone's excited about, but England is just taking over social media like they do every Euros. It's coming home, as they always say. Uh, which was a song that was created by England fans. Uh, I think it was 25 years ago when they hosted the Euro 1996. Um, I did lose the England bet that I made before the tournament on them to be eliminated at the round of 16 yeah. at plus England 135. Hater. I was an England hater, but I also don't regret making that bet because they were basically a, a coin flip against Germany, and I was getting plus 155 on England to be eliminated that round. Part of the reason why is because I didn't like England was because, well, there was many reasons, but also 
England, that win against Germany was wasn't just a regular win. It was probably one of the bigger wins in the in the country's history. Uh, the last time they beat Germany in a major tournament was 55 years ago in the World Cup 1966, which England hosted. So it was such a big emotional result for England. And now they leave London and England for the first time this whole tournament. They go to Rome to play Ukraine, who is coming off a extra time win against Sweden. So big advantage for England because Ukraine just had to play 120 minutes in, in, in a, uh, against Sweden on, on Tuesday, while England only needed 90 minutes to beat Germany. And now really the pass sets up for really nicely for England, where they play Ukraine, then they play the winner of Denmark, Czech Republic. And now with France out of the tournament on the other side, uh, they're priced as the favorite at about two to one, and, and that's certainly deserving. Um, you can beat, if they beat Ukraine, then the rest of the tournament's at Wembley. So that's another advantage for them. The way I'm gonna bet this game is uh, a popular way people bet soccer that I've learned about this Euros, and it's England to win as they're a big favorite. They're about minus 250 on the three-way money line, but parlaying that with under three and a half goals. All of England's matches this tournament have gone under two and a half goals. Ukraine is a team that they have some attacking talent, but I think they're just going to sit back and try to defend England uh, very hard. And and I don't think Ukraine is going to be able to score. Maybe they do get a goal, but I also don't think England is going to be able to blow out a team like Ukraine off the emotional win against Germany, knowing that they have big matches ahead at Wembley as long as they advance. So I like England to win by either 1-0, 2-0, 3-0, or maybe two to one if Ukraine gets a goal, but England at under three and a half goals, which you can get at about minus 115 as of this morning, is the way I'm going to bet the fourth and last quarterfinal of Euro 2020. Um, and I'll review all those bets in the bets bet section of the podcast I know we're going to get to soon. Kind of want to sprinkle a little bit on the over uh, point five goals for Ukraine. I think it's a plus 108, well, just, just to have a little fun. Right. The reason it's like that bit. is is England haven't given up a goal this whole tournament. Yeah. They shut out Croatia, Scotland, Czech Republic, and then Germany, even though Germany had some very good chances. Uh, maybe one reason to bet on a Ukraine goal is this is the first match where England is leaving Wembley Stadium. They're playing at the uh, at the stadium in Rome. I think it's the Stadio Olimpico. So maybe away from home, they get a little nervous and they concede um, without the backing of their as many home home fans as they did on Tuesday against Germany. Uh, but uh, like a lot of England matches, goals are hard to come by, and I can see yeah. th this hap happen on Saturday against a Ukrainian team that, I mean, it's a good story, but they also finished third place in their group, so they're even lucky to be in this point. And it was a group that turned it out to be kind of a fraudulent group because it was Netherlands and Austria were the top two teams. And we saw what happened in the Netherlands on Sunday when they played the Czech Republic. Um, and now the Netherlands coach just resigned. So uh, it was maybe some, uh, some poor results for Ukraine losing to both teams. And they were pretty fortunate that they were able to draw, get into the tournament at this point and then take on... Uh, Sweden, who won Group E instead of Spain, who finished runner-up. So Ukraine is extremely lucky to be here, and uh, I don't expect much attacking from them and many goal opportunities against a very stout England defense. 